The Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media Production. That's right. This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. Thank you for listening and thank you for telling a friend. The No Focus Radio Hour is available everywhere podcasts can be found, except Stitcher because they just shut down including YouTube and your home smart speakers. Remember to subscribe and leave a review. It helps others discover our show. Man, I miss Stitcher. While you're reviewing, keep in mind five stars is the correct number of stars. If you enjoy our show, please share it with your friends. But if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Check out our site, nofocusradio.com. There you can get exclusive content. You can uh, check out other shows related to this one, like Pardon the Intermission. You can uh, find a lot of cool things. Find us on social media. Our handle is at No Focus Radio. Find the rest of our stuff at lightofmindmedia.com. Gonna hit the ground running. 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 Running just as fast as I can. Where we running? Hit the ground running. 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 Running to my favorite podcast in Fresno. Fresno. That's right. This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. It's made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, and for those who long to live in the Central Valley, and for those who will buy discount comics at 80% off. In, in the, the Central, Central Valley! Valley. Yeah, yeah! Bring it on, boys! <laughs> uh, as always, we have a beautiful cast of characters. We're yes. still missing uh, Marty. Sadly, it's been another week. And he's, Stu, uh, I think he, he got, uh, there, we had such a demand for those uh, prostate, prostate exams. He's still out there? Yeah, he's still out there at Ashland oh and Blackstone. Gosh. The so. line right. is wrapped around the block. Yeah. Yeah, so he hasn't anyways. even gone home yet. <laughs> Very cool. So if you guys are yeah. still uh, needing that buddy check, then uh, Marty's out there. <laughs> Booty the booty check. Booty check. Booty check. Buddy booty, booty check. check. Uh, how, he's far, how far you bend over is entirely <laughs> up to you. So he is. <laughs> that's the show notes. The buddy booty check. Right. <laughs> show title. Um, so check and we're still missing out. Don. Yeah, he's because he uh, he doesn't Don, like he doesn't like. Where him. are you now, Don? Ready? Don. Where are you, Don? Don. We missed your pool, Don. Oh, Don. We, we haven't looking. seen you, Don. Don, we're looking where'd for you. Where'd you go, Don? Oh, Don. Don Schlicks, where'd you go, He's Don? He's been missing. He doesn't like us. Don. Don. He doesn't like us. Where is Don? Why does he hate us? Why did he leave us? Where'd you go, Don? Don. Don, where'd you go? Don. Hello. Don. Don. Hello. Don, Hello. is that you? Don? No, it's not Don. Ah! Woo! Don! Don's not yeah. here. Um, <laughs> people right now are going, what the heck, <laughs> the heck is going on? Yeah, I'm going to get myself like, into it. Don? Yeah. It was Don. I don't know, Don. Um, you know, it's funny. You brought up the, um, you we brought up that Marty, I was on Ashland and Fowler, and it reminded me. Or Blackstone, me, yeah. Blackstone. Both times you said that, it reminded me of an old skit from the No Talent Show. Oh, 
The one, one where it was um, you and Darren, and you did the brothers with the spray. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, what was that? Um, you're all fine. I'm going to find it. It's on oh, So we did this. For those who don't know, we did uh, before the podcast, we yeah. did the No Focus. It was the No Talent. The No, no Talent. Oh, sorry. The No Talent. No Talent uh, show. show. Was it No Talent Hour or just No Talent Show? It was called the All Fine. What the heck it was called? It was called uh, <laughs> the No Talent Show. The no it, Talent Show. Um, yeah, the No Talent Show. Yeah. what it was called. And it was it a. Was, uh, a skit show yeah. like Saturday Night Live. Fresno's was... first professional comedy skit show. There you go. Um, yeah. and, and you can still that. find it out there or somewhere. Yeah, it's around. Um, so oh, we did skits, yeah. and it was fun. It was oh, you know what? Pretty it's fun. under the Fre- It's called the it's the it's the Fresno Talent Show. That's the how you, Fresno That's how you find it on show. the YouTube. I believe. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, and um, so we have you put all the skits up there. Anywhere. Yeah. Actually, the best you know the best way to find it because I still can't find it. If you write Hulk Hogan comes out of the closet oh that pops oh. up automatically that's how you find and, the, our, and you can find the, the that's channel. how you find our look at if you type hulk hogan comes out of the closet oh you should, the oh, here we first go. video you see is hulk hogan go. coming out of the closet oh nice. with don schlick don schlick and then if you click it then you get the rest of our a lot i actually st- <laughs> dick and dan <laughs> dick and dan there's part of dick and dan let's listen to dick and dan here okay. so what what uh what the doorman was telling you was that this was a comedy skit show that um i had put together and um, it's actually how um, the doorman and I kind of yeah. got became friends. It's how, we, how we met, and yeah. and so this particular skit, Dick and Dan, uh, I did it with with a buddy Darren, and That's I can't remember what skit, was the other guy's man. name, the other actor's name. Oh, it's Randy Colrus. Randy, okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he's hilarious. And, yeah, and so we did this skit where we were doing these uh, sales, like you know these uh, com- uh, infomercials. Infomercials, yeah, yeah. yeah. You so had so this amazing spray, something. but there's yeah. part of it that reminds me. So okay, I pull this up here. Here we go, uh, media. Um, how do you turn on the volume? Here we go. Uh oh. Start it from the beginning. So it's Dick here. and Dan. Dick and Dan. Let's see. Oh, that's and there's Marty actually right Mar- there. There's Marty. There's stupid asso in the audience. There he is. I'm Dick, right? And I hope you're half as thrilled to be here as I am. My favorite here, Darren. He's in the audience. He comes yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're supposed to be brothers, Dick yeah. and Dad. This is my we're favorite. We're like surfer dude brothers. You guys have the spray. Oh, man. Yeah, it helps yeah. with everything. Yeah. Darren's great. Oh, hey, dude, I didn't think you were going to make it due to that uh, little hemorrhoid problem. And then we did really quick. We did these really quick green screens. No kidding. Tell us about it. What happened? You know, Dick, having juicy hemorrhoids walking around is really a good thing. You can't even shower. You can't get dressed. You can't even drive. You can't even drive. You can't even drive, man. That video of him driving. Yeah. So I took a little of this magical spray, you know, that we're about to tell This next clip. Look at this next clip. For those of you who can't watch. It's, no, it's the green screen <laughs> of Darren with no pants on and uh, Eric's behind him spraying. Nice. <laughs> Bring the magical spraying spray. the magic stuff on his, oh, uh, my on his juicy hemorrhoids. <laughs> but you say you talk about uh, Ashland and Blackson. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, and you're in this one, too. That's say, right. I you're think, the medicine man. I think this is on Ashland and Blackson. Let's see. What is that? So the most magical secret is that we found after all of that, yeah. the medicine man down in Tower District. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So right there. So the medicine. Right? But hey, 
Hey, don't just oh. take our word for it. I almost just... swear you say somebody no, on Ashland Black. I don't know, I don't know but it, so the medicine man was actually Max. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was actually Johnny Knobs here, yeah. and he was he was Johnny doing his, his magic with the spray. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, was, uh, he he bears a striking resemblance to James Franco from Pineapple Express. And yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, he yeah. does. <laughs> this uh, the day we filmed this, I remember I couldn't stop laughing because I would have to get to the studio. Um, one of the reasons we stopped doing the show was because it was exhausting. I would get oh, to the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of work, especially for you. you oh, were my doing, gosh. You were I'd doing get the there early. Load. I'd have to. Give me the whole load. I'd have to get all the uh, the studio ready at Fresno State. Yeah. And get the whole, you know, I'd set up all the lights, and I'd have to get the, I mean, it was, it was like, I'd get there like two hours early. It was exhausting. What, what, um, go, I'm, sorry, go ahead. And I remember I got there early this day, and I was okay. doing my stuff, and I was getting ready. And then you and Darren showed up in full costume, <laughs> but not just in costume, in full character. And both yeah. of you wouldn't get out of character. <laughs> and I remember just laughing like it was like an hour before we did the skit. And I was like, hey, what's going on, guys? We're like, we're doing good, man. <laughs> I love it. I mean, Darren, I just love Darren, man. He commits 100%. He he's, so funny, he's unbelievable man. in this. Well, And here's the thing, too, for the audience out there. Yeah, if you guys can look up, it's, so it's called the Fresno Talent this, Show. I'll put show notes. I'll put I'll put it in the, in the show, show notes. notes here. Yeah, and if you yeah. want to see some of the skits we did. And actually, we got to write uh, the whole group of us. And we had a bunch of talented actors. Uh, we all got to write these skits. Yeah. And and then, you know, Ian and we all worked in, in each other's skits and stuff. Man, it was fun. It was, it was a, a great blast, time. I wish... I wish we could have did more, but Me it too. just like you said, just didn't work out. There is so busy. There is a famous, and I've been kind of been saving. I've been sitting on it for a while. Uh -oh. We filmed an entire future episode. There's probably six or seven skits really? that are unreleased because wow. I was so burnt out it never got done. Wow. But did you were you there for the one that um, we snuck onto the uh, no. baseball course for? No, I missed that one. So one of the things, and I'm call I'm actually call I'm calling him out on the show. Um, maybe I shouldn't. Um, there's another, there's another uh, guy who was like um, part of the show who made all these promises and never came through. Oh, and yeah. uh, so one of these was he we were supposed to go f show up to this place uh, and film and he was going to bring uh, like people and uh, just didn't show up. And so mm. I was like, crap. So we had but I had like half of my crew there and had all these like I don't say kids. But um, they were like, you, some of them are right out of high school or still in college, and they yeah. were like all part of the improv team and stuff. And we needed to go find a baseball stadium to film. So I was like, oh, crap, well, let's go to just Buchanan and we're going to just jump the fence. Mm. So we like jumped the fence, all of us, and we were filming for nice. like a while. We filmed all the bleacher stuff. Wow. And we had to go on the field and start filming. And this. Um, guy like, i think it was a baseball coach that walked up to us <laughs> and i was like i'll take care of it guys like that with them getting in trouble yeah and he was like what are you guys doing here and i was like oh we're out here um filming for um and i knew a teacher's name and i was oh. like for a brent Mosier's theater class and he was like stared at us and stared at me <laughs> and i had like a beard at this point like yeah i looked like there's no actually, reason for him to be suspicious i looked like uh this oh that so, guy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, when, he, when he says he looks like this you have to look for yeah. paul stabone motors paul, paul steelbone motors, steelbone yeah. motors. that so, is the best that he, was one of the best skits man i love so it he's and then he's just like all right you got 30 minutes before my uh team comes out here i was like all right guys we got 30 minutes let's go <laughs> we filmed the whole thing um, oh that's great man yeah. you know that was fun though those, that days i mean those days were just fun they were, they were fun. amazing i had a lot of fun doing yeah those. and like i said you know when when you guys when the audience if they want to go watch these skits 
uh, it's we wrote these. Yeah. I mean, it's not just you know that oh we just we picked these up you know ripped them off of Saturday Night Live or anything. No, we wrote uh, specific yeah, we wrote, skits. Yep. And uh, yeah, this like I said, the actors that that we worked with. Yeah. Are just Sadly, amazing, not so. everything is on here. You only have one, two, three, four, like five of the skits. But what we really did is we we had made um, we had finished a number of full. F- 44-minute episodes. Mm, so yeah. we had, a, a, and within those 44-minute episodes, and then there you, was a lot of skits. And then you even had, we had some interviews. Yeah, uh, we were doing the Basically Brandon show. Basically Brandon, and then, so, so that was like an interview show. Was long and they form did uh, Mark Norwood was yeah, one of them, we right? we had like a theater people We also had, what, what was his name, the uh, critic? Um, oh, Donald Monroe. Donald Monroe came in. Yeah, yeah. so we, we had we a long-form interview show with um, yeah. Brandon, and Brandon's actually now, he's doing like some shows off-Broadway. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, he's actually like legit. Um, so we had, yeah, we had a lot of really cool. We had a lot of cool stuff. Back cool actors during that show. Hey, before yeah. we get uh, uh, yeah. before we get too far here though, and we all have, hey, you got four subscribers on there. Oh my god, <laughs> do we? That's <laughs> good nice. news. You got to pump up. I think I may be one of those. That's, we got to pump more up than those, our, it's more than our podcast. <laughs> we got to pump up the subscriber account. You got to pump on up that, those numbers, right? guys. Uh, subscriber numbers. Go to numbers, YouTube, right? and that's right. Uh, make sure you yeah, search subscribe for the Fresno on that. Talent. Well, show. that that'll give Max, uh, that'll give Johnny here some uh, motivation to put up the other that's rest right. of those episodes. Yeah. Before we get too far though, we didn't do introductions. I am the doorman. Yes. I want to say hello, Fresno. How are you doing tonight? We also have with us. The uh, Big J over here is coming back. Big J. Big J in the house. Big J. I am ecstatic to be back with you guys on yeah. the top podcast in the Valley. There you go. Focus right. Radio Hour. And don't forget, folks, you guys need to give, give them, it's their show, not mine, give them those five-star ratings because they're the only stars that matter. Yeah, we'd but, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It, it works. But I'm excited yeah. to be back with you guys. We had a really great show when I was on with you on the last one. Yeah. I'm expecting nothing less but... Another great Excellence. show again. Excelente. Muy yeah. excelente. Excellence. Uh, it's great to have you here, man. Thanks Thank for coming Yeah, we back. appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for coming to we the also have, here. We also oh, have I love the, being here. It's great. The one, yeah. the only, the man meant the legend, the guy who controls it all, Mr. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Nobs. Hey. Thank you, guys. You know, I was over there uh, the other day with uh, Stu on the Blackstone in Ashland, and, uh, you know, one of the guys, when he was bending over, he goes, can you help me take my mind off it? And I go, well, I don't know if I can, but he goes, uh, you know that guy that, that does the 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 controlling and I, oh that Johnny Knobs yeah how did he tell me how he got his name and I yeah. said you know what I I don't know I'll have to come back here he's over there bent over right now waiting you know. so as soon as you give me the story I'll go back and tell him <laughs> how did you get your name Johnny you know what's funny what's funny is it's it's actually fairly related to um uh, Johnny Knobs is a kind of related to sorry I'm getting a call right now oh <laughs> kind of related to prostate exams uh oh <laughs> no but here's a is a true is a true story um I got my this peculiar uh nickname during a wild childhood adventure oh actually it was a, a summer day pretty sunny outside okay me and my friends we decided to we were checking out this old abandoned factory and um, it was on the outskirts of town all right you know, kind of in the boonies, you could say. And uh, when we were inside, we stumbled upon this mysterious room mm. that was filled with colorful doorknobs of all types Ooh. and um, shapes and sizes. And me, being the curious one I am, I couldn't resist just turning each knob, but it was uh, causing a cacophony of doors swinging open and closing and swinging wow. shut. And my friends, they all erupted in laughter and they, they started, they dubbed me Johnny Knobs, oh, and, that, oh, okay. and that monitor stuck with me through the majority of my life, and because, um, as a reminder of my mischievous spirit, this is written by 
uh, chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> Not that good. Every uh, chat GPT story has me playing with doorknobs. Yeah. And it can never, like, get better than this. Well, you know, it's funny because it sounded like you were, I thought for a minute there, you were Monsters, Inc. All of a sudden yeah. you had all these doors you're opening uh, and closing. I'll be honest, that's all it's doing. It's nothing <laughs> good Randall. here. Really sad. Yeah, Randall. Randall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, okay, and then and then so after you were doing that, your friends uh, you walked out and your friends. Oh yeah. Say, so what happened was then I got into the car and I uh, it was funny. So that all happened. Then we got into my car and I started playing um, uh, with the radio. Some st some sticks. You know the band oh. sticks. Oh sticks. Yeah. 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 And I was playing and it was like um, that song about the boat. Come, come, you know, sail, come away. sail away. Come sail yeah, away. Like, come sail away. Come, come sail, sail away. And they were yeah. like, they were like Johnny, turn down the volume. And so, oh. you know, I did that with the knobs, and hence the name, Johnny Knobs, because I controlled the volume. Um, I don't know. You know, uh, I was bad. hoping you'd redeem from the last episode, but God. chat, chat GPT bad, just totally... Honestly, I, don't I know, should they probably totally just stop. tanked. I should probably just stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> I am, I'm kind of just. I think is there point. another one? Is there another one uh, besides ChatGPT? There's Bard. Bard's even worse. Uh oh. I tried it on Bard. Bard was like, he got his name because his parents named him Johnny Knobs. Yeah. End of story. End of story. Period. Like, Move good, on. Good one. Yeah. Um. Goodness. So, uh, uh, Jason, you mentioned that yes. people in Fresno listen yes. to our show. People yeah. outside of Fresno listen of course to our show. Do. People who miss Fresno listen to our show. Of course they, you do. said something kind of peculiar, though. Yeah. You mentioned that no. people who like to buy comics for discount yeah. like to listen to our yeah. show. Yeah, Tell me more about that. Yeah, okay. So what if I you was... need more information specifically, <laughs> that would help. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> it's been a sad day for those yeah. of us here in Fresno and the greater valley, I guess you could yeah. say, who love pop culture, comic books, whether you're DC, Marvel, uh, Japanese anime, whatever. Well, one of our favorite stores for all of us pop culture nerds out there is finally coming to a close. Oh. Heroes Comics. Wow. Uh, it was announced earlier this week. Uh, is shutting its doors. They've been in business for over 30 years. Yeah. <coughs> Apparently. Yeah. 34 years, as a matter of fact. 34 years, yes. Yeah. The owner uh, of the store named Dave Allred yeah. announced earlier this week that they decided to close their doors. Uh, this is obviously very tough for all of us who love comics, uh, Johnny, to see yep. this place closed because I, <clears throat> I, I spent many, many, many a weekends down there yeah. sifting through back issues of the Avengers and Batman and the Flash and Superman, just plucking out mm. my favorite issues so I could read and enjoy. Mm -hmm. And then obviously as they expanded their stock a little bit, they added more graphic novels, which I perused through as well. But this really was like, I think, one of the last great true places that you could go yep. in and just spend hours and just get lost. And you know they would let you they wouldn't let you take any of the issues out of the uh, out of the cardboards, you know. Uh, they you know you could look at them, but I mean as far as like going in and take there, them out of the plastic. You take them out of the plastic and stuff. Yeah. Some of them you could, but not all of them. Yeah. But what the point I'm trying to make is for those of us who are still kids at heart, who grew up with these characters, who yeah. cherish them, that was where we could get lost for an hour or two. Oh, yeah, and the I will. I hope I can be both so bold as to say that the reason why he is closing the store is because, according to the story, I believe that they, uh, the land or the uh, the property owner, increased the rent on his store, and he has no choice but to close. Seventy yeah, percent increase. <coughs> yeah, seventy yeah, percent increase. Now, was he always there, or was he? He was in a different location for a while, right? Uh, yeah, he was. He the previously they were out, and correct me if I'm wrong, Johnny, but I want to say that they were out closer to Clovis, right? They were the um, yes original. Sorry, there's a, like a mosquito in here in their studio somehow. Uh -oh. yeah. Um, I mean, it's funny. I'm actually trying to remember where I used to go before they moved. In my mind, they were. Um, I used to go to Sierra Comics before Heroes. 
movie. Oh, I don't even remember Sierra. Oh, well, Sierra, well, Sierra was around a long, long time ago. Mm. But um, um, I want to say that they were out near um, God. It was it Shaw and Peach, maybe. That's what I was. So in my mind, yeah, I, I think it was think Shaw and Peach. I'm almost ninety nine percent sure. Yeah, they were where the um, there was like an Fye music. Yeah, yeah, in that sort of area there. There you go. There you go. Where You're I thought warmer. it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Clovis. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's funny, I um, can't. I I remember. Them, I remember going there as a kid. I used to go there a lot. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But um, now I'm almost I'm having trouble remembering where it was, mm. which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah, and their their present location now is located just off of Sean Forty One. Yes, uh, they've been there for I think almost twenty years, if I remember correct. Yeah, has it been twenty years? Wow. Yeah, because there's is there still Skechers there? It's like a little strip mall where they had like yeah. a little Skechers, they had a Skechers uh, shoe store, right? And then they used yeah. to be Video Liquidators, is right there on the corner. Yeah. But they, yeah. I don't know yeah. what it is now. Yeah, Heroes but. is a little bit right. Well, yeah, Heroes is not part of that strip mall. It's just right. A, it's a separate building, but it's yeah, yeah it's it like is. it's right there. But yeah, I and I, I you know what? And I actually told you guys this before we we came on the air tonight that I actually pondered going down there to go through some good deals. But then I said to myself, you know what? As much as I love comics, I honestly cannot, in good faith, go down there and support a business closing place that I loved for so many years as a kid. Yeah, and I, it just it, it's tough. It's really hard. I feel yeah. really bad for Dave. Because it sounds like he had no choice to do this. But at the same time, I think he's going about it the right way by saying, look, it's been a fun 34 years. It's time to close, though. Spend more time with family, which is what he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. So more power yeah, it's to a, him. It's a tough one. I mean, I I, uh, I don't even know. I mean, there's very – is there any – I don't know of any really other big – Comic stores well, in town. The only other, there's like Legends, I think. Legend. I was just gonna say, Legends is really the only mm. one I can think of that but comes to Legends. Memory. To me, I've been in there just a couple times. Yeah. Feels more like a corporate, feels more like corporate an, store. Or? Well, it feels more like a feels more like a gaming store. Yeah, like a gaming oh, store. Okay. A yeah. gaming store. It's definitely a gaming store. It's like you know, like RPG role playing games. Yes. Oh, okay. Like yeah. Big tables to play those sort of games. Like there's D and D matches. Magic. Oh, gotcha. Okay. There's more Magic like the um, yeah, like just stuff like tchotchkes from like mm. you know, there's like a bunch of like yeah. know, figures and stuff. Figures and like Super Mario type tchotchkes and yeah. Uh, that sort of stuff. It's okay. not like a true. Like Heroes was just like a straight up, straight comic up comic store. store. It was yeah. a comic book store. Heroes, mm. Heroes. I could walk in and get all of the issues of the Spider-Man edition of the Sinister Six series and the comic series. You can't do that when you walk into places like Legends. They won't have the Sinister Six series and the Spider-Man comics. Okay. Yeah, they they yeah. did like the old fashioned, like legitimate. Um, you know, they had like a pick list. You could write what you yeah. wanted, mm-hmm. and then. Co- Comics would come in, yep. and he'd collect them for you, and you'd have your name, and you'd walk in, and you'd pick them up and pay for them. Like it was a real comic store, mm. and I really don't know. There might be some small ones in town that I don't know of. I, I think the greatest, tra- one of the greatest tragedies about the store closing is that they did a fantastic job, I thought, of promoting the local independent comic book writers and artists mm. who were trying to get their work seen mm. by the public on yeah. mass. Because there were occasions where they would have signings by some of the local and independent artists here. Oh, wow. yeah. And these were people who were trying to sign on with big-name comic labels like Dark Horse Comics, sure. like like Marvel, like DC. And so yeah. to, and th- th- these those people now, those artists have now lost this avenue of promotion. Yeah. So they're now going to have to figure out another way to promote their work, and that's going to be tough for them to do. Yeah, another good point is actually, you know, Marty went out to. You remember Heroes Fest? I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. our yeah. show, the the No Focus show, went out there yeah. and did interviews, yeah. and that's going to I mean Stu, Heroes uh, yeah, be gone. Yeah, Stu yeah. with the Porch Pirate went out there and yeah. they did interviews with some of the some of the characters out there that were uh, we like local uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Alex Vox, and uh, yep, yep. 
they had uh, the Batman guy and <laughs> some other people out there that he interviewed. Yeah, so, oh, man. Yeah, it, it's tough because when you think about a business like Heroes, I mean, if you're someone who is not steeped and ingrained in this type of entertainment like we are, gentlemen, they're just going to say, oh, just another business closing down. No big deal. Well, right. think about it this way. And I know it's never going to happen, but think about it this way. If Disneyland closed down, Imagine all of the, the children and even all of the adults who had all the great memories of going to Disneyland, and then it closes down, and they know they can never go back. Yeah. That's how those of us who love comics and pop culture feel about heroes. Well, it, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a type of loss, you know, and you're it feeling is. it more and more. It's especially, a connection to our childhood. Yeah, especially yeah. In, the, uh, in this day and age, it seems just like, you know, especially the mom and pops in the smaller yeah. uh, stores Our like man. this are just going away. They're just gone. It's going to be very, it's very hard. The, the the current, uh, especially with the current economy we're in, it is yeah. very hard, if not <laughs> impossible, impossible to really survive or, th- or at least thrive. Yeah, having a mom and pop store because when mm. you when you're with a corporate store, yeah, even if you have a corporate um, chain of some kind, you know, for the most part, they're at least taking on a lot of the lease or they're doing something. You know, yeah, and it's just yeah. you like. Well, if your store underperforms, there's other stores that can make up for that in, in other yeah. areas, exactly. and it's all kind of it's a wash. It's but a if, wash. You're, if you're just a mom and pop one store, you got you have to you, you have, have to. to make it, and if you don't, you don't. And as a mom and pop store too, you know your employees. You know, there's like yep, you know, you're it's very hard to let somebody go if you're struggling. Yeah. For the most yeah. part, you're still going to keep somebody on and really hold on to them. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard to just survive. Well, I wonder yeah. why they're raising the rent. I wonder if it if it is actually that things are just getting more expensive, or if it's just a matter of greed. It, or well, it's both. I think a lot of times it's not greed. I mean, I think a lot of times it goes to greed. It could be, but if you think about whoever, let's say whoever owns that land, right? Let's say yeah. whoever owns that building. You have to remember, like Fresno has some of the highest increase in just living rent, mm. apartment rent in the nation increase. Remember, we, we did that study a while ago. We looked it up. The um, cost of living increase in Fresno is one of the hot increase. It's like yeah. higher than New York. Yeah, like rent's wow, higher yeah. there, but the jump in Fresno from like on average $700 a month to like $2,300 a month for, an, for like a one-bedroom yeah. apartment. It's, that's insane. Yeah, it is. You know? yeah. Ridiculous. So the jump went crazy. So everything. So you can imagine whoever owns that building, his expenses have, have gone, gone up. up. His everything has gone up. Plus, he's going to have... <laughs> You know, competition coming in, and and you know, every his insurance rates have gone up. So yeah. he's going. Look, I I I could keep you at this rent, but maybe he'll end up losing money, or I can increase it, and somebody's going to come take it. Mm, yeah. Um. So if you can't, you know, <clears throat> handle it, heroes. I'm sorry, but you know, it, a Starbucks might or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, it's really sad because you see, fact. well, you see all these re- retail spaces that are empty, and especially after COVID now. Right. I mean, it's you know. I, I think that's they say that's the big yeah. the next big collapse is retail the oh, retail, be a ton uh, of retail spaces yeah. yeah especially all the big bankruptcies of like you got Tuesday mornings you got I mean if you think the last couple Bed of Bed Bath and Beyond Tuesday yep. mornings Bed Bath and Beyond Bye Bye Babies you got um, all I mean heck even just going back a couple of years the Radio Shacks the um, Toys R Us Toys R Uses Par- Party City is now Party yeah. Plus or Party City is going right. out of business are yeah. they really yeah, they're bankrupt. they went bankrupt they already. went bankrupt yeah they yep. they even, they wow. changed their signs on a couple of stores like overnight. Yep. Yeah, it's no crazy. Kidding. Yeah. Yep. So Party City is closing their doors. Yeah. There's another big oh big gosh. chain that's closing their doors also. Um yeah. so and, yeah, it's it's affecting And everyone. it's and it's the way that it and it not just affects, you know, the even if they're a corporate store, you know, yeah. it doesn't just affect the store itself. I mean, you're talking how many jobs is that community gonna 
lose, lose right? Yeah. I mean, this right. is this is terrible. It's an epidemic. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm just looking up here. Um, bankruptcies or uh, have risen ten percent in 2022 uh prior to that it's essentially a 10 percent increase per year wow um, yeah it's it's been bad um and then with, with despite, the econ- uh bankruptcies have begun with increased corporate filings and expect to rise yeah i was just saying just with the economy stalled essentially right now i mean we're kind of they're saying we're in a second recession yeah, but I don't even know if we really even right. got out of the first one. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it, does it? No, yeah. and and then you tack on all these bankruptcies. Of, so oh man, big big companies that filed for bankruptcy. These are just big big corporates. In 20, yeah. 2023 alone, you got Bed Bath and Beyond, David's Bridal, Boxed. You guys remember Boxed? Yeah, Boxed I remember Boxed. Like, yeah, Boxed. Yep. Hmm. Independent Pet Partners IPP. Okay. They own like um, Loyal Companion. I'm trying <laughs> to remember who else. We did some selling to them. Um, Natural Paws. They do a whole bunch of like. Store pet stores around the U.S. They okay. own a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, Tuesday morning. Um, I didn't realize Tuesday morning went. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Serta Simmons, the bed company. They're oh. gone. Think about that. Wow. Huge. They're gone. And their accessories. Party City. Um, uh, this one says Forma. I don't know what Forma is. I can probably look it up. Uh, beauty brands. Apparently, they own like lipstick. A whole bunch of beauty brands. Okay. Um, let's see here. There is well, and then on top of that, you have like a lot of companies that are consolidating with other corps. I mean, like with oh, the Coles, yeah. you have the uh, Sephora. Uh, Sephora. Oh, yep. Sephora yeah, is going into Coles. You also have uh, who was it? Ulta is going moved into where? Oh, they're going into Targets. Yep. Ulta. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're kind of combining. And so that means survive. that means they're probably going to be closing a lot of their bigger locations yeah. to downsize as a result of that. 100%. Sure, yeah. so that's yeah. a trickle down effect there. And what's going to happen as well? What the world is in a really weird spot right now. It is. Um, yeah. There are you know unions are organizing everywhere in in the in, in Hollywood in the um, car the the well automakers automakers are getting ready to strike with all all four all, of the big yeah and it's a big one because what they are fighting for right now is a. Um, dollar for dollar, percent for percent cost of living increase based on inflation, which mm. means you can't. I mean, I yeah. get it. Everybody wants that. Sure. Because, I mean, that would be great. And, and in a normal world when inflation's like on average 2% a year, controlled sure. inflation, great. Yeah. yeah. But in a world where like we're at like, like I know we have like fake inflation numbers, but like even if you went off like the fake inflation numbers, like it's just 9% year over year. Like you, goodbye. But I think people don't understand. Is great. Let's say you get that raise, the amount you're going to be spending on everything is going to make that a wash or worse. Yeah. It's like when everybody wanted the higher minimum wage. Like, oh, fantastic! How's that working out for you? Yeah. Well, McDonald's workers. Yeah, well, worse. Well, well, think about <laughs> that. Worse. Well, the other right. thing that people don't think about is a lot of those going. You know, speaking specifically for those entry level jobs, a lot of those fast food jobs. You know, if they're making, you know, they're getting twenty. And then they'll next they'll push it to twenty two dollars, and then you know people that have been working jobs that are getting twenty five, twenty eight dollars that were decent paying jobs right. a few years ago. Now all of a sudden their income has shrunk, yes, immensely because now they're still making they're not getting a raise. They're still making twenty five, twenty eight dollars, <laughs> right. but you know now you've got a fast food worker making twenty twenty two. That gap closes. Uh, sounds like it's uh, uh, equity to me. That's what it sounds like. Well, what it also lower s- all boats. It also sounds to me like a lot of historical irony because what a lot of people fail to realize is that the minimum wage was instituted, I believe, back during the Harry Truman administration. If I'm correct, the minimum wage was never meant to be a 
opulent, luxurious living yeah, wage. Yeah, a living wage. No, it's literally called the minimum The wage. minimum yeah. wage, meaning the minimum amount of money that an employer is legally allowed to pay you to just barely scrape by. And the reason why those jobs like McDonald's and fast food places and stuff like that have been minimum wage is so that young people in their teens can go to those jobs, learn people skills, learn right. how to develop leadership skills, so that way they can translate that into higher education, which can then translate into the real work world, mm -hmm. where they can get jobs that are higher paying than minimum well, wage. Yeah, it's, well, it's called gonna, an entry-level entry, entry level job. That's why, exactly right? Exactly. So here it is. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of insight. I'll put this in the show notes. This is from the yeah. Bureau of LaborStatistics.gov. Okay. The average hourly earnings uh, of 20... 20, uh, this is 2022, went up 5.4 dollars. Wow, that's a pretty precipitous increase. The there. average real hourly earnings. So you have hourly earnings. And people who don't know these terms, real hourly earnings takes into account inflation and cost of goods. So okay. if inflation was zero and you made five dollars more, that's then $5. your real earnings are five dollars. Okay, got it. The average, so remember, 5.4, which is a huge jump. Yeah. Huge. The average um, hourly, real hourly earnings, negative 2.7. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That is. So that is, that's, the, that is the truth of what is ooh. happening. People are fighting for more. And I get it because life is expensive. I get it. Yeah. But what's happening is there isn't any, it's fake money. There's nothing to balance this out here. Yeah. Right. It's not based on supply and demand. There's no any sort of real um, logic behind this. It's just fighting for it, and the way any company has to compensate for it is increased prices, is it, in yes. which case trickles everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, it's gonna, everything gets more expensive, and eventually what happens is you just lose your job. I went, and I, this is a true story, after my surgery, um, I went to right by, I couldn't walk far, I had to, but I was in a hotel. We had to wait for, go to a hotel prior, after surgery. Um, next to my hotel was a Wendy's. We went to a Wendy's, and um, walked in, and there was nobody at the counters. I'm like, what the heck? There's one person at the drive-thru, and she was running around like crazy. And there's one other person trying to man all of the um, food. So one lady taking orders, oh packing gosh. it. One lady, oh, boy. And I was like, where do we order? And she just pointed to this machine, a little screen. Kiosk. And kiosk, the kiosk. Yeah. And there's one that was broken. The other kiosk had like five people. And I, I'm, I'm, I am not exaggerating. We And I couldn't really go anywhere else because I couldn't get in the car and I couldn't really walk far. So we sat yeah. there and waited. Um, it took maybe 20 minutes for this guy to enter his order on the kiosk because the kiosk was so like busted and old and oh slow. Oh my gosh. Wow. So we finally went and ordered. Um, they got everything wrong. The whole point is that the entire restaurant had two people working there. Yeah. Imagine, an, imagine a restaurant with two and they were running around like crazy in the kitchen and then everybody was angry because everybody's orders were wrong. But I'm yeah. like, you... Well, the, you can't you, afford. Instead, they replaced them with broken kiosks. Yeah. And that's the world. So it's like, and I get like UPS, a UPS driver right now, sweet deal. They're making 170 grand. Yep. And that's what they're, that's, but I'm like, hey, that's great for the next five years. But I guarantee, I guarantee you, UPS is saying, okay, $170,000 per worker per year. Well, yeah. if I bought a, a million dollar self driving car that lasts me 15 years, Oh, done. Getting rid of you. Yeah. In five years, every one of those. So, so instead of having out. twenty workers that are making one hundred and seventy, you're going to end up with five workers that are making one hundred and seventy, possibly. 
Awesome, Dude, and and then the rest well, of the fleet, you're just in, investing in, in a machine to do it. 100%. This is what we talked about before with the 100%. fast. We, we talked about this on a previous episode with, with the fast food, where these companies were already testing um, machines that were going to make your burger. Basically, there was nobody. There was only one person to I've man that. the yep. machine. Yeah. That was going to man the machine, and it was going to be, you know, just basically an automated system. Then you would yeah. drive through it, automatically take your order, and then it would, you know, autom automated would automate, automate your burger, whatever they say that. And yeah. literally, you know, you'd have one person there just to, if there were any issues that need to be rebooted or something yeah. needed to be re restocked or something. But other than that, so that's what you're going to end up in with these fast food jobs. And yeah, so, we already are there. And, and, and I on saw top it happen, of that, it was terrible. How, yeah. how many times? I mean, you can't even go to McDonald's, and it's funny right. how—not funny, haha, but funny how you go to McDonald's now, and you, and for a family like mine of three, you might as well go to a restaurant and get a, a sit-down meal. Yeah, it's almost the same price as it, what it is at McDonald's now Bri to get a half hundred uh, percent. Yep. Uh, you know, Bree and I officially we you know you know we're budgeting everything, and so we we go out very rarely. Um, we used to go out a lot more. Um, yeah, 2018, 2019, I was like, it was great. I felt right. like I'm looking back at that time and I'm like, man, those years I feel like we were swimming in money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. EG&E bills were like half the right. price they are yeah. now. Gas <laughs> was half. Every, yeah. Yep. I was like, oh my God, I had so much more money a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, but we, we went out, this is a couple, maybe two months ago, three months ago. I forgot. I probably talked about it on the show. We went to, uh, oh, it was Wendy's again. And we both got two meals or something like that. And it was uh, $36. Wow. 35. I was like, no, sorry, wrong. I made I made a lie. It was thirty two dollars. Thirty two dollars. Thirty two, thirty six. I mean, what's the difference? Really, in the thirties is right. Way but too there's much. a Mexican restaurant right here that has like a family. It's called Figaro's. I've talked about it. it's been in my business yeah. of the week like fifty times on this show. Yeah. Um, I love Figaro's, and it's you walk in, they make everything fresh. They have a you know they're grilling the chicken like it's you. It's an open kitchen. You can watch what they're making. It's amazing. You get you order a salad. It's like this big, and like, they have like two chicken breasts on it, and it's like the best place ever. I love it. Um, when we order there for us, it's thirty three dollars, mm -hmm. and if I pay cash, they take out the credit card uh, fee. fee. So it ends up being cheaper okay. than going to Wendy's. I'm and like, but, so but I can go to Wendy's and get crappy oh. processed burgers that after I eat, I'm still hungry. Long live the square patty. Because yeah. I'm not eating a lot of food, right? <laughs> square patty. Or Long live I can go to Figaro's for less <laughs> where I have so much food left over, I eat it the next day. I'm yeah, like, but the thing is, how, that, how much longer can Figaro's survive, though? You know, that's going to be the question. Now, they are a, fa right. a family-owned, so they can kind of keep their costs down that you're way. Right. But, but, but you're right. You know, you got a good point. It's, it, they're going to have to slowly, and they have. They slowly start increasing their prices. It's yeah. like slowly, but surely they're... It's yeah. it's starting to make its way down there, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, and Eric, take a look at even some of the bigger theme theme chain restaurants like Applebee's and Chili's, for example. Mm. Applebee's has closed a lot of their North American restaurant locations. Aren't they just gone? Are they still around? They're still around. Oh, there's geez. only a, there's only I think yeah. two or three restaurant locations here in just the greater Fresno area itself. Yeah. But Applebee's has closed most of their restaurants nationwide. Chili's has closed most of their restaurants nationwide. Wow. You also have TGI Fridays. Remember when TGI Fridays used to be the place to go to. Uh, enjoy libations and drinks with friends. Sure. Well, now, I mean, hello, do they even exist anymore? So yeah, even the yeah. bigger chain restaurants, which historically have made a great revenue by being what they are and selling what they sell, they're even starting to get pinched a little bit on this. Oh, yeah. Well, and since so, we're on a restaurant kick, too, I mean, and it's not only, and it's the quality also. You know, for a while, yeah. yes, these places are chains, and yes, they, they, they yeah. got the food from the same place. But you've noticed that these these food suppliers too, they've had to cut corners and and go a little bit. And it's like all the food just became 
terrible right overnight i mean it was literally like i don't know i think it was right before covid but you sure. could really notice the quality had just dropped completely yeah. i mean yeah, we hardly definitely. ever went to those places applebees and stuff just because the quality was so bad as far as the food but yeah yeah i don't know man it doesn't look good and like awesome, you say man. these places want and they want to strike and they want want more but yeah. and we're uh, we're in a bad okay let me ask you this where do you think this is gonna go for the car industry just in general, because you said this economy is in. Yeah. You said earlier when we started this, this economy is in a weird place. Yeah, yeah. Where where do you think that weird place is going to take us? What's your predictions? Um, I got two bad predictions. <laughs> okay, no, but Whoa. legitimately, do we I, have? Do we I have? Would, a, I would honestly say, I, I believe there is, ho- and I really believe, and I u- I used to, ugh, I really, um, I don't like to think that like a president's going to solve issues, but there is. Uh, 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 if there, if you have a strong leader who is willing, who is actually willing to make big national policy changes, mm. and willing to say like, "Hey, we are not." If if you see how much we are once again, have you seen our national debt right now? No, uh, it's in the trillions, right? Oh, uh, still, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I we're we're at over thirty one trillion. Dollars. Oh, they oh. say they say after after oh. this after this budget, it's going to be thirty three. Right. I mean, thirty. Keep in mind, do you guys not remember the national? Yeah, we're, we're already at thirty three. We're at thirty three oh, okay. trillion dollars. Oh, sorry, we're at thirty three right now. Um, wow. And how much of that? How much? Have you guys seen this statistic? We've talked about no. it. How much of our? Check this out. Current money has been printed in the last. I'll say two years. I'll say three years. Can you, uh, is there anything you can pull up a screen on us for us over here? Yeah, here we go. Okay. There we go. Yeah. 80% of all U.S. dollars in existence were printed since 2021. In the last 22 months. 80%. Wow. 80. Think about this. From 1776 <laughs> until, until 2021, we had all of our money. And then 80%, wow. all of our money has been printed. Jeez. Like, think. About that, we went from having four trillion dollars printed, ever, ever, to thirty-three trillion dollars printed. Well, you know, Ukraine needs a lot of help right now. Like that's an insane. Mm-hmm. That's an insane amount. So, like, there's really only, and the sad thing is, there's only one way to come back from that, which is you have to take. You got to do a couple. There's going to be some hard times for a little bit. Yeah, they got to say, "I'm sorry." But it's going to be hard for people who are relying on things. You got to like cut a lot of spending. People are like, oh, can we got to have a government shutdown. I'm like, yeah, you can't. You can just shut them down. Like people, just, just sorry, I'm sorry. You got to shut it down. Like you're going to have to do something. Yeah. Like shut down a lot of agencies. Shut down a lot of stuff. Um, because if you don't, but I guess my point is, if you don't do that, and you don't get businesses to start making, because and by national leader, I'm saying you have to have somebody who's also going to put a stop to things like the ESG nonsense. Because what people mm. also don't understand is why the economy is really struggles with a lot of things. It goes back to the windmills we we're talking about last uh, week or whatever it was, or was that this week? I don't remember. The amount of money, so you know, eighty percent of our we're putting all of our money in renewable energy. Yeah, like how much of our we put one point some odd trillion dollars into the green energy bill, whatever that was. Um, I can't like, remember, but the yeah, Inflation Reduction Act, which is all green <laughs> energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. all put into like um, solar panels and windmills, 
which are all built in China. So that money doesn't stay here. Mm-hmm. We're just shipping money to China. Yeah, it's not like we're hiring, creating jobs, and yeah, we're not doing. doing it's just it's just printing money, and then that's all it is, right? Yeah. So it, it what that does is like the auto union. I get what they're doing. I get it. It's hard. I'm sure it's very hard to live on what they're making. But what everybody's kind of forgetting is the car makers don't. They don't need to be building cars here. Remember, they weren't. They like we had to like Donald Trump dragged some of them back here. Mm. They're just gonna go. Okay, well, I guess we'll just go make our cars in China again. Like, well, yeah. and not only that. They, okay. <laughs> they also have the the EV standards that they had. These exactly. car makers have to meet, which is going to be which is piled upon all 100%. of this. Hundred percent. Did you see Ford lost two? Was it how much did they lose on EVs last year? Um, lost. Um, how much on two EVs? billion? Was it two billion? I think it was right. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. Um, <laughs> that sounds good. Sure, yeah. whatever. They sure, lost. You bet. On 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 Ford's Model E, they lost 2.1 billion in 2022. Um, yeah. This year, they're going to lose 4.5 billion on just on sell, on selling their EVs. Yeah. Because they are told they need to do this. That doesn't. Yeah. Nobody wants them. There's no there's no what infrastructure. That, if you think of if you have a government saying, but hey, we're going to force you, you to make have them. to do this. What does that do? It makes imagine you're Ford. What do you do? Yeah. You say, OK, well, I'm going to do this for a little bit. But meanwhile, what are they really doing? They're moving all they're concentrating on selling cars in India, in China. Have you seen all the incredible cars they're building for India? No, it's amazing. Really? They have the coolest cars for India because India is like, you know, a billion people who all want a bunch of little cool cars. India's yeah. like, yeah, we don't really care if they're EVs. Just, like, build us good cars, you know? Yeah. Any little. So all these companies are like, yeah, we'll lose money until we get established elsewhere. Then you're going to have no jobs. Yeah. Like, that's what's coming. Like, there's I don't, there's no other way this, I don't, I don't see a way out of it unless we come and say, hey, here's big, massive changes. There's no more this. There's no more this, which, I mean, I don't know how because I don't know who's actually controlling and the And is government. that going to okay. start a civil war if they completely cut Probably. things off? Yeah. You yeah. know? Well, but see, that's going to be extremely difficult, too, because you factor in the special interests as well. Well, exactly. So Who's the, actually controlling they're, it? They're yeah. the ones controlling. You 100%. have the environmentalists. with, And look, they are, they're standing up for what they believe in. I can't fault them for that. But they're not but, really, though. I think the normal people, the, 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 the people on the ground, the us, they the, are. But the the Tom, Dick, are, and Harry's like but, you and I and Eric. Yeah, yeah. But the people who are actually pushing that agenda, they don't give a shit. That, no. I, that I agree with. And here's a perfect point. Here's an easy point. I point things like this out a lot. In your normal everyday life, think about this. You guys ever drive? All right, audience, check this out. For everybody who's who thinks right now, Max, you're an insane person. Let me just <laughs> think about this for one second. Why do we have carpool lanes? Why do they tell us we have carpool lanes? They tell us we have carpool lanes so that way we can minimize the amount of traffic in each lane, but also to conserve in part on fuel emissions because if we can encourage more people to carpool, that will mean less automobiles on the roads. Nailed it. The law states that HOV lanes are required to stimulate and encourage the development of ways and means of relieving traffic congestion on California highways, but at the same time to conserve fuel and lessen emissions of air pollutants. That is the law. Paraphrased. Right? To lessen emissions and pollutants. Then tell me why that when you were in Los Angeles and San Francisco, what are the majority of those HOV lanes? Uh, what do you mean the majority uh, of them? Like, the majority of them. You are can't empty. just use. No, you can't. Yeah, you because you have to have a fast track pass. 
Uh, especially in the Bay Area, oh. down in Southern California, there they have the toll roads. Toll and roads. So their version yeah. of the fast track is the toll right. pass. So either way, okay, it's yeah, not yeah. actually. If if it was, if the, if the if their real point was, hey, we're doing this to cons, we're saving the world is ending in ten years, guys. Yeah, in ten years, it's ending. Yeah. Would they be saying it's so important? So please pay me to get on that road. Oh, and if you can't pay me, then just go ahead and drive all five people. Over. Drive all your single people. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right? We don't really care. That that's yeah. how you know. Base and there's things like yeah. that. All like, and those like little things like that we just don't think about. There's little right. bits like that, like cracks in their beliefs, everywhere. It, well, it comes down to money. Freaking everywhere. It comes down to they money don't and greed. Really believe in anything. No, saying. no, no. Well, no. We all know that the climate thing is is a joke. I mean, it's it's, it's really freaking joke. I mean, here's the deal. I I don't. The bottom line is this: for most people, and I think I'm I'm probably most people, <laughs> is you that are. you know people don't want to destroy the climate; they don't want to destroy the world. But as right. far as what we're being told, and and this whole emergency situation where we have to change our whole lifestyle, right. and we have to get rid of everything, but yet all these climate people uh, can fly around in their jets. And you know, live mm-hmm. their lifestyle still in their big mansions and, right. and using and consuming all their energy. That's okay. So yes, the emergency we know it's just for 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 greed. It's just mm-hmm. money. It comes down to money and greed, yeah. and that's what it comes down to. You want to talk about wind turbines? <clears throat> they can't be recycled. Wind turbine blades can't be recycled. So they're piling up in land. Oh my gosh, you got a picture here. Where's this from? Bloomberg. This is from Bloomberg. We have mm. at this point. We're cl- we're closing in on like almost hundreds at this point, hundred thousand of these just within a couple of years. They look like large wow. cigarette butts in that. They're photo. freaking yeah. massive. They do. They're we are, huge. They have completely <laughs> filled up. They don't know where to put them anymore. They filled up like half the landfills in Wyoming with these, wow. and they don't know what to do anymore. Because so what do we? Do? We're burying them, and they are already leaching toxic metals because all the metals are coming from China. They don't know what's in them. So they're burying them. Now they're discovering there's all these toxic metals leaching into the ground. But let's build more windmills because it's better for the environment. Yeah, it's the, BS, and it drives me insane. And they're not biodegradable, so we don't have to worry about that either. It's driving. Yeah. Like, that's how you know. Those things well, are everywhere. Now, now I, I, will say though, I will say there is pushback because aren't some of the automakers actually saying that they're ramping down their EV production because they are they, Toyota. Toyota's ramping down production right? on the Prius. Because they because they're not selling yep. as they were. Yep. So yeah. they're actually yeah, ramping down. They're a Japanese down. they're a Japanese company and they're like mm, whatever. I think even Ford said that though. I think even Ford said uh, I'd have to find the article. It seemed like I, I, I don't know, maybe Chevy, I'm wrong on that, but Chevy I think is decreasing production on its Volt too. Is that what? Okay, maybe yeah. it was Chevy. So I definitely know Toyota is decreasing production on the Prius. They're expected to drop production on the Prius I think by 24% over the next 2 or 3 years. Okay. If I got that number correct. Uh, as far as what Chevy's doing to decrease the production on the Volt, I'm not sure about the numbers on that, but I've heard that they are. So going back to yeah, going back to uh, your your thoughts. So where does this go? You're saying you need a strong leader. You need somewhere. All do, I'm do saying you think is we man, have to we have to hit a rock bottom. Before I guess I'm we... saying I'm going to miss Heroes Comics and Cards. Is all I'm trying to get to. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> a round long roundabout oh way gosh. of getting there. All I'm saying, man. I'm <laughs> well, it, and you're you're actually not wrong. It's a symbiotic circle. What affects one affects the other. And it's even though it's a different together, industry, man. a different line of business, they're all affected by the same uh, interior and exterior. Um, factors that determine who stays open, who closes. It's a sign of the bigger times that we're in right now. Yeah. We we were I was kind of throwing this out earlier before the show. Um I, now the the term parallel economy has come into play. 
and people yeah. are talking about it. And we kind of talked about it a little bit before. Um, do you think, though, that there could be a parallel or a type of parallel economy, uh, Johnny, uh, or even uh, for you, Big J? Yeah. What, what do you guys, do you guys think that, that that could actually happen? You know, in the 70s, we went through this with the gas embargo, went, you know, the gas crisis and all that. And I remember hearing everybody talking about bartering. That was the big term back then. Yeah. Barter, barter, barter. We're going to barter for services. We're not going to use cash anymore because of inflation. And um, so, you know, that was the big thing. So, I mean, do you think a parallel, maybe a parallel economy of some type of bartering or, I, I mean, I think on people level, will find a way to survive, right? I think on micro levels, yeah. I think, yeah. I think within communities, you know, like, I think there'll be small things like that, but I think as a... Um, on a state and national level, no way, Jose. I, I truly believe America is already past. Mm -hmm. It's not ever going to look how it looked. I would say even in like 2015. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we're past. People are leaving. And it's happened. I would guess say if 10 years or 8 years is slow. But if you just think about like. People who were making, and this is like an insane thing to think about. This is crazy to think about. People who were making like $100,000 in 2015, 2017, were like pretty yeah, well yeah, off. Pretty well off. Yeah. I just read an article, I'll find the article again, that um, people making 100000 to, I think it was $100,000 or more now, are the people who are in the most um, credit card debt. The biggest amount of credit card debt. And it's because, wow. and they go through it, and they show it's because they're the ones who are getting actually paying the most for everything. Mm -hmm. Because they do not get um, scholarships for kids. They don't get um, you know, any sort of welfare bits. They don't get the discounts mm -hmm. on their PG&E. They, they actually get hit harder. So in the end, they're paying more for everything. So they're actually taking more debt out. And it's subsidizing people who are making a lot less money. And it's just like now you put 15 or that, that thing just hit in May, right? If you put 15% yeah, like down on a house, you get an extra point on your, on uh, your uh, mortgage debt. It's like you get an extra point of interest if I put 15% down. Yeah. You're punishing me for that? Yeah. And if you don't, but you have a credit score of 680 or higher, tough. You also get a point. It's like that's people... It's a weird. Like, I don't know. How you, it's an equity crap. Yeah, I don't know how bad. you get out of that. You end up becoming like, uh, you know, you look. I mean, I, I, you know, people use this thing a lot, but you do. You end up looking a bit more like Venezuela and Lebanon than anywhere else, where they they keep on trying these things. Countries don't like this. Isn't a crazy thing. Venezuela was the richest country in the world. They're have you seen their money is worth nothing. They're yeah. taking stacks of cash out. It's like Lebanon. Lebanon was was the Paris of the Middle East. They're in bread lines right now. Mm. Like that, like this, it happens very quickly. Um, Once it starts going, it starts going. Yeah. The, the thing is, we we're we're probably able to stay afloat a little bit longer. Yeah, we're not, of, not like right of, away, but of, I mean, of, because we're a bigger nation, but bigger nation. But, but once, I mean, you know, you're what, states are giving away more and more of their power. You know, states are like, you know, we don't even have, we don't even. I mean, here's like, we don't even have a real government for goodness sakes. You don't have a real government when they say you have city governments, state governments, and federal governments who are all supposed to stay out of their own thing. And then city governments, Orange County, um, Rockland, uh. they all say, hey, we have voted to ensure that if a child changes their gender or something at school, then we have to tell their parents. And then the state 
the state. Well, it was Temecula when uh, Gavin sued that, that school district. And Bonta yeah. is now suing. Um, Bonta is suing Rockland, which is the state of California, is suing yeah. Rockland and Orange County. We're suing yeah. multiple city governments for the choices that the people in the city make. That means you don't live in a real gut. We don't live in a real government. We yeah. live in a di- it's live in a soft dictatorship. Isn't yeah. that Police usurping you know, the powers of his office? Yeah, I it's mean, not a real... It's not a, shouldn't Rob Bonta be more concerned about passing meaningful legislation to keep violent criminals, rapists, no, and he's drug too dealers busy, and thieves he, off of our streets? He's too busy giving away everybody's um, concealed carry information on the internet. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. isn't he the attorney general of the state of California? So yeah. shouldn't that... Not wrong. Sh- well, I know I'm not wrong, but shouldn't he still be a little bit more concerned about keeping the violent criminals off of our streets rather than suing districts and counties in this state who are trying well, to make meaningful decisions yes. based on their citizens and their based needs. on what it's, the people it's want? Almost, yes, it's, exactly. It's almost like one. Sorry, some I don't could, mean to come down on you. Some, no, no, you're right. Some Sorry. some should say, or some could say that it's almost like they purposely wanted to do it to keep the people mm-hmm. in fear. And yeah. maybe keep them. Yeah, how you dare know. you come against control. what we're gonna say? What, wasn't there a movie kind of like that called Demolition Man, where they? Uh, yes, know, and it's a classic. Where they released, released, <laughs> where the guy in charge was releasing the criminals, but yeah. then making it seem like there was an issue and trying to scare the people. Think Raymond about that to control them. Raymond we're only gonna have Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. <laughs> yep. No Wendy's. Right? That's it. That's all we're gonna have. Aren't you supposed to kill a man named Edgar? Well, Friendly? yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, I honestly, I would say, and this is, sounds crazy. I mean, people are gonna think I'm a crazy person, but whatever. <laughs> I don't think we're. I don't think it's no. too what far would give us that thought? to say that like. And it's like, oh, one, we're one election away from like, you know, irreparable harm. It's like, well, kind of. Yeah. Because four years after, you have four more years of what we've been going through. I think what happened three years. We went from having like the strongest economy ever. Yeah. Literally yeah. ever. Yeah. Ever. Like, that, Something that's that was bouncing. Listen, we that is we not we, hyperbole. We, we like had the been, worst economy. We had been kind of under under the boot starting, you know, yeah. and and then uh, then all of a sudden it did bounce back. Yeah. With Trump. And things yeah. were less. Things were looking good. Things were looking things were positive looking and hopeful. We had the Next thing least you know, unemployment. Um, we had more African Americans working at higher pay rates than any time in American history. Yeah. We had highest you, pay. The highest yeah. pay. This is the craziest stat that I heard. Is we had effe- uh, what they call effectively zero unemployment for disabled people. There was nowhere that a disabled wow. like. Disabled people usually struggle. You have to go to places like Ark, and you have to like if you're disabled, you have to, you have to like go to places and try to like, you know, find yeah. uh, programs that place you in areas. Yeah, those places were like shutting down because they had everybody had jobs. They're like, oh, everybody's like grocery stores were hiring everybody. They're like, this is great. People, yeah, were like affect. It was an amazing economy, and now it's like, oh, you're making a hundred fifty dollars. And just in three years, three years. The damage yeah. that was done. It's and imagine another four. On like on steroids. I and, mean, and, literally. And this is and then once again, I I I I know people. I, I had a conversation with a with a with a, a loved family member of mine, and I was explaining to them this concept, which sounds crazy, and I get it. But then I'll explain it to you in just a couple. We have we don't have much time, but I'm explaining it to you. Okay. I'm gonna say this. When you when you're gonna vote or whatever it is, I'm mean, when you're gonna vote. If you look at, um. The vote that the, the the next president. I'll just put it this way: the next president may or may not be the reason that if you have a son, I have a, I have a daughter right now. Right? If you have a son, if you're if you're pregnant, the next president 
in a year may be the very reason why that son of yours has to go to war in 20 years. Hmm. And in 2001, we went to war, and it lasted 20 years. We're currently dealing with a Ukrainian-Russian war for, what, two years? What makes us think that it's not going to last for another 18 years? And and on top of that, you've got Taiwan getting surrounded by China. If you don't get out in a year, it will last, and it's going to last. So literally, the next president you have, it is very... very plausible and a not even a, it's I think it's a very more than plausible thing. I think it's probably a very true thing to say that whoever the next president is and I'm not saying they can do it or not but as long as they're at least trying to get out of this yeah it very well could be the reason why my daughter's future husband goes and gets killed in a freaking Russian Ukrainian war well, and I'm like that's a huge thing to think about People aren't thinking about the future. They're like, oh, this is good for my wallet, or this is good. I'm like, think about your children in 18 years. This war could either be, we could be out of this war in a year, or we could be so full in it that we're sending our troops in and we're not getting out. We're only going to be out of that conflict if we stop sending weapons and supplies to Ukraine. Exactly. And also, something else to make a point here about Ukraine, all right? Let's, Let's get real here, folks, all right? Ukraine is not exactly the flower country of the world. But we just got canceled. I just saw it. We did. Yeah, yeah. The government just said we're canceled. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we just right. got kicked off the internet. Nice. Hey, <laughs> shoot. All yeah. right. Uh, you and, said and, the magic words. Yeah, all right. No, Ukraine, right. Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. So look, look. Ukraine acts like it's oppressed, which... They are oppressed by the Russian government, yes. But Ukraine is not exactly a bastion of heavenly behavior. That is a country that has been well known to participate in human sex trafficking. And Vladimir Zelensky, the wonderful Ukrainian leader, he's Mm. not exactly Mr. Saint on high, might might I add. Didn't he play the piano with his penis on television? He did. He did. He's a comedian. So the point I'm trying to make out is that Vladimir Zelensky has done a fantastic job of making Ukraine out to be the ultimate ultimate, uh, victim here, when in actuality, while they are, to some extent, Let's also not mince words here. Let's also not make a mistake that Ukraine, again, is a country that has dibbled, that has dabbled its fingers in the cookie jar one too many times. Mm-hmm. They are not, they are not uh, to be misgiven or, well, whatever I'm, wanted, what I'm trying to say is Ukraine is not the perfect model here. Right. All right. They, sure. Yeah. I mean, so. Well, you know, going back to what and and going back to what Max was saying as far as, you know, getting pushed into a war and stuff. I guess when, you know, like you're saying, people think about voting, you know, you have to understand I, I guess you have to really be honest with yourself and say, would you want for you uh, basically a future of what we just had in the 3 years? Right. Leading up to this election. Yep. Do do you want that going forward with which would in, you know, entail possible war, world war? Um, or, or do you want a chance to not do that? Maybe to have a little bit of a better life and just maybe you don't agree with someone cause they say some mean things, but at the same time, you know, they have a roadmap to get out of this, uh, uh, nonsense that's going on in yeah. the world. Um, yeah, uh, so it's tough. And I really, so I, I really don't think it's out of the question to say that like our next election is a very key election, not just for the next four years, but legitimately for the next 20 years. Well, here, here's the thing, too. I, I think with politics, uh, I know we're, we're running up against it. we got to get out of here. But uh, this, is, this is a great 
subject. I mean, there's so right, much to talk right. about here. With politics in general, I, I think, unfortunately, because people have fell asleep at the wheel, we all have fell asleep at the wheel too long, and, you know, the uh, let certain people take control and not, not being able to hold politicians to what they say to us, to what they promise, mm-hmm. and make sure that they do what they're supposed to do, which is to serve the public, not to lead the public. Sure. Um, but I don't know. We're in such a pickle now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't but, know but if that see, could be reversed. I, I don't think or so. Not. I am more skeptical than you are. Here's the reason why. The small sliver of population that is just like what you alluded to earlier that wants change and that wants to see meaningful change take place is outnumbered at least three to one by the majority of the population that is fine with the status quo. And as long as that majority still is convinced by the ruling elite and those running to be in the next ruling elite to vote their way, Eric, they are still going to dominate us and they are still going to trample all over us. So what I'm saying is we could turn the tide, flip the page, and reach and change that narrative, and we would still lose because we're still part of that minority chunk of the population that wants the change that is going to be outnumbered for the next 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, however long. Well, I guess we have to hope that there's enough. Usually change comes with some pain. It, it changes hard. And, and, I, hard. And, I, and I guess we have to hope in a way that there's enough pain to make enough people, for enough sure. people, to Good make point. enough people I mean, want I, to change. There yeah. is. The issue is, and I think this goes back, I don't think I ever finished my other thought at one point. I probably didn't because I have ADHD. Is, um, <laughs> I think we all do. Uh, we do. There After is, this episode. <laughs> there is, uh, I was talking about, I used to think people were stupid. And then I said, actually, no. Gullible. It's not stupid. Yeah, well, it's it's They're not gullible. gullible. It is, it's willful ignorance. Yeah. Because you can, and this makes me, this is actually, what, this is why I get angry. If people are stupid, like legitimately stupid, I can't get angry with them. It means they were born that way. They're just idiots. Like, they're just, like, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've met people, they're just, they're not, they're just not that smart, and that's fine. Right, they're better at other things. I hope you're not looking yeah. at me. But. They're great athletes. Oh, he was on that one. <laughs> they look great at 50 years old. They have a lot of other things going for them. But no, they just in the brain department. No, but you know what I'm saying. Here, There's people. My point is, the majority of people, the majority of people, and I, I get this, are what I, what I'm, what I've discovered is just willful ignorance. Yeah, and what it is is. If there is two sides to a story, and there's a lot of that going around right now, right? We do a good job. You do a good job, just to make sure you understand I wasn't talking about it. (laughs) Actually reading, learning, and like not just the willful ignorance part is saying, oh, I heard it on the news. I read it on Facebook. That's it. Yeah. Everybody else is wrong. And it's like, no, no, just do do a little bit. Like read a book. Like read, read a real book. Read something long. Read something that you can like digest and understand. Take the twenty minutes you're gonna be on Facebook and instead mm. actually like read real things. Don't go and say, Well, I heard we're making a bunch of money now and people are doing better. <laughs> How about you actually pull up the report of the US Bureau of Labor Statistics on real earnings? Like, just pull it up. Like you can you can do the thing, right? So willful ignorance is, I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe the truth because it's hard. Yeah. And that is, that is the majority of people. It's that it is very hard. And I get it. It's like when Marty says, Marty's one of the lines he says sometimes to me is, what are you going to ruin for me today? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Or, oh. you know, 
Because it's a hard thing. I I get it. Because it is hard. Yeah. It's hard to hear that what you believe in, if you are very dedicated to climate science, you know, you're, and you're, oh, you're driving your EV and you're changing the world, it's hard to hear, actually, there are children in lithium mines dying at alarming rates. And we're actually, then what we're doing with them, we're putting it in the soil and we're just poisoning our land yeah. at much higher rates. And actually, fossil fuels are much better for our environment because now we have almost no emissions out of our cars. Yeah. It's like, and if you, and so what people say is, you're crazy, Max. I don't want to, that's insane. You're an insane person. Fossil fuels are bad. It's like, just stop and look, just, just look, look at the actual science. Just look it up. Yeah. But if you do that, that's very, it, it breaks a core belief and people don't want to do that. So people who are like, I love Biden. He's great. He's our savior. Same people, you know, it's, it's hard to believe that what he's doing might be bad. Same people for the really hard, diehard Trump people. Like, look, yes, Trump is not the nicest guy. He does some things I don't agree with, right? I get yeah. it. But the, the diehard people who are like, I don't care what he says, he's amazing. Well, you know, that's also stupid. Like, there's stupidity. So it, it's, the willful, it's the willful ignorance that I think the majority of people have because they are purposefully not wanting to learn the truth because mm. it's hard. Like it's hard to like learn the truth when you've believed something for so long. Well, and plus, too, people people don't want to change. It's hard to change, and because it hurts, and it's easier to just stay in the same rut rather than than pull yourself out of that rut and, yeah. and change and it's have like a different people, mode of thinking. People or, don't like being looked at and being told, "Hey, dude, you're fat and you need to exercise." Whoa, what? You can't say that word. Yeah, you know, like, especially yeah. if, so that's one thing. Like, one thing is being told you're fat and you need to exercise. But, like, I already know that, right? Yeah. But it's another thing if everybody around you has been saying, damn, you look good. Max, you're fit. Wow, you look amazing. Are you you're just, right. Yeah. What you're doing is okay. And then somebody says, Max, you're fat and you need to exercise. Then you're really like, dude, you're wrong. But it's like, no, actually, look at yourself. Look at what your BMI is. And it's like, do some basic reading about how working out and eating right is good for you. And if you're just yeah. like, no, everybody says I look good, that's the exact same thing that's happening with the majority of the world when it comes to just any information. Like, any information. Mm -hmm. That's what people do. Is like, Eggs are bad for you. Okay. Eggs are good for you. Okay. You know? <laughs> Eating only fat's good for you. Okay. Do oh, you keto's bad for you. Okay. Do you know how many times I was told I was going to die from eating raw cookie dough? And I'm still alive and breathing. Right. <laughs> a type 2 diabetic who ate his fair share of raw cookie dough, for crying out loud, because right. of all the E. coli in it. Right. Hello. Knock, knock, knock. To those of you still listening, yeah. I'm alive and well. I'm right. still kicking. I must be on Broadway. It's, Jeez. It's, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, change is hard. You're right, people. It's hard. Willful ignorance. Um, what's, what's harder than change, mm. though, is admitting fault and admitting mistake. And admitting that, okay, we were cajoled by con men. We were cajoled by con women. And finally realizing, looking in the crystal ball, okay, we were wrong mm -hmm. after all. That's harder than accepting change. Mm -hmm. In my book, at least. Yeah. Admitting when you're wrong. It's hard. So, <laughs> I, uh, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't laughing at what you were saying. I was laughing because I was like, sure. you know, 
No, no, no. I was laughing because I'm like, we we need it. We, we've got to go on the show, but we've got to end it on a positive note. Here right. we go. We got it. Here's, a, posi- a, positive here's note. a positive note, guys. A positive so what, note. What can we go out with? I got on it. A positive. Here's a That's positive note. There is not a single documented case of anyone ever dying from eating raw cookie dough. There you Thank go. Thank you. And where was this from? Dude, where now, was that from? from? Google, so don't trust it. Oh. <laughs> um, I actually, I, it's hard That's to find any real. Um, there are, however, there has been. Um, 18 salmonella accounts and two E. coli. Um, uh, but where does that come from? That comes from the egg. From the eggs. And, the and eggs. it's because but the egg, you... it's from the outside of the egg that's not washed correctly or right. it's not yeah. clean. So the majority of this time that happens. But see, people don't know that. They just think that the cookie dough itself, the cookie dough itself, right. all, all of a sudden magically has salmonella. Because they heard that, it from some lame brain lug nut. No, well, no, yeah, that's that's, that's what Max, that's what Johnny Nobbs is talking yeah, about yeah. here. Is because they believe the cookie dough itself. They don't look into it. Why no, is the ignorance. cookie dough or even have salmonella? they just believe it? It's just that's it. That's the, that's it. Cookie yeah. dough's gonna kill you. And it's like, well, or it's because you left your raw cookie dough in your car for four days and you brought it inside and ate it, and then the there eggs went go. bad. Or you know, or people yeah. made raw cookie dough, and this is the thing that they didn't wash their hands after they, they went to the hands. bathroom. Or a lot of people don't know that, like for instance, a lot of times flour you can get raw flour. People got fl- mm. flour actually needs to be like cooked; it needs to be pasteurized. Flour is full of bacteria, just picked yeah. in the ground. Yeah. So like sometimes you got to, but most of the flour we get at the store has been it's treated, it's heat treated. Yeah, yeah. But like um, it's just it's it's willful ignorance, and it actually makes me more it makes me more angry than anything. Because you can get in real arguments with people, and they're just they just say no because they don't want to believe. I, I think I think that's another good point. We don't really have time to go into it, but I just make this one statement. I think the the time for arguing with people or trying to persuade people is over because I don't think we have time for that. Anymore. They won't. They won't listen. They're yeah, already. They're, they just won't at listen. This, and that's so. the thing. At the point where we're at, there's all the information in the world. Yeah. If somebody isn't willing to actually want to know what's going on in the world. Like people get my, my my wife gets angry at me because I'll tell her like what's like hard truth. I said, so. "Uh oh, is it maybe we shouldn't?" I brought. I'm just gonna bring this up really quick. I brought up um, how many thousands and thousands of pounds of fentanyl are just crossing the border. Mm. Like it's an insane amount. I don't know if you guys have seen the amount of fentanyl that crosses the border right now. No, it's crazy. I, I haven't seen actual numbers, but I, I can imagine. Sense. Only imagine. Well, and now they're now they're smuggling it across the border in other ways. They're putting it in different types of bottles. They're painting it to make it look like a different color. They're also chiseling it down a little bit to make it look like a different shape. Right. So they're trying to mask it and hide it in any way that they can. Um, let's see if I can find. We have a lot of information about. about this, I happen my to be a well-informed individual. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I, I have taken medical fentanyl before. It works wonders, let me tell you. Yeah. It does. It's it's But yes. the illegal stuff you don't know what's in it. That's the whole problem. That's, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Uh, let me see here. Oh my gosh. There has been uh, I mean if you think about this, there has been eighty thousand fentanyl deaths in the last two years. Wow. So if you think about that, like if I said to you, Hey, there is a neighboring country of ours who has sentenced seven million people. Oh, and by the way, they have also killed 80,000 of our own citizens. Wouldn't you be like, oh, my gosh, that's a war. That's like an invasion. Yeah. We're just like, no. Well, um, well, hey, well here's this. So what's more important right now? The, the fact that, 80, that you have statistics that show that 80,000 people died within, what, the last two years, you said? Or a year? 80,000 last two years. Two years. Or that the Earth may possibly, we don't know for sure, heat up uh, maybe a half right. a degree in the next 10 years. Now, what's the more pressing problem here? Right. That's the other thing, too, where our focus is. Um, Speaking of no focus. 
Uh, right. No, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> so here's a good one. Good lead in. In one, Thanks. one <laughs> board. Here's from this is from the, um, of course, the governor's office. Uh oh. In, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to step uh, out of the room for this one. <laughs> in, uh, let me see here if I can find this here. Oh, blah, 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 blah. In the first six months, second six months of 2022, they seized enough fentanyl to kill the entire population of North America twice. That's wow. what they, that's what they seized. Wow. Almost 30,000 pounds seized. That was a 594% increase what they seized from the year before. Jeez. So, mm. and, they, and they're just, and that's from one state in San Diego, just the San Diego area. So you wow. can imagine, we have hundreds of thousands of this stuff coming across. So I just made a point of saying, like, this is something that you have to, like, we have to start thinking about. When I was a kid, five years ago, three years ago, whatever, I never had to think, like, oh, hey, so we have a, uh, we have a friend, we know somebody who um, was at, took borrowed Advil from somebody who had it mixed up with some pills they got at a party. He took it, and he died. Oh, no. Because it was laced with fentanyl. And I'm like, I'm at the point in my life where I never thought I would need to be like, oh, guys, I have a headache. Does anybody have Advil on them? And be like, oh, wait a second. Did you, did you like maybe go to a party a week ago? And then maybe get this mixed up because, oh, my God, like that's frightening to think about. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm like that actually that and I'm not somebody who gets scared of much. Like I'm a guy who's done a lot of believe me, I've done a lot of stupid stuff. I put a lot of questionable things in my lungs and my body. Um, <laughs> so like but I'm at the point where I'm going that is like that scares me. Yeah. The fact that you could just get some Advil and it possibly be something that's going to kill you like that. Yeah. So I made the comment of like hey we have a daughter now that like if you think about how insane that like a great the size of a grain of salt can kill you and there's this thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds of this flooding our border i'm like you drop a candy bar in the street in tower district pick it up and eat it what if it picked up some fentanyl on the floor like i don't know like, yeah yeah that's a i don't I, isn't that that's a crazy that, like, that is yeah that is. I had said that and long story short we got into a big fight about why would you even yeah. bring that up and then my point was well because I kind of have to because if I don't I'm gonna feel really bad if you drop a piece of gum pick it up and eat it you know what I, yeah yeah then it's gonna be like oh my god like why wasn't I being more careful about this yeah like I know the information I know there's hundreds of thousands of this stuff coming over our Californian border. It's 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 uh, seeing the world as we want to see it compared to the reality of what the world is. Mm -hmm. DEA says in 2022 there was enough um, fentanyl seized in U.S. in U.S. to kill every American multiple times. Mm. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's like so we can just ignore it. And be like, oh, whatever. I guess I'll just you yeah. know, take pills if I have a headache from whatever. Or I can go, I should question this. All that to say, um, heroes, man. I'm really bummed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Me too. I'm just amazed at how we transitioned from that to cookie dough to fentanyl. I'm not. <laughs> That's the magic. That's the magic. How many pounds of illegal right. cookie dough have crossed the border? <laughs> That's, that is the magic the of the uh, no salmonella. 
The right. No Focus Radio Hour is But yet the, the Earth, the Earth is, may heat up a half a degree <laughs> in the next 15, 20 years, and that's what's going to take us out. But raw cookie dough will still survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we never uh, even got to my fun game. I know. We didn't get to the fun game, but we'll Should do we, that next yeah, time. Okay. We got a fun game coming up next week, guys. Yeah. It's called Guess the Infestation. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. Goodness, Mike. <laughs> Great. Goodness. Wow. Um, so sad. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, hey guys, uh, Big Jay, it was great having you on. Yeah, it for- was, guys. It was fantastic <laughs> being on again. I had a blast with you guys. It's always a pleasure to be on the No Focus Radio Hour. You know, people who are the only place where we can talk about fentanyl and rock cookie dough on the same topic. Well, I'll tell you what, people are listening to the intro saying comedy and inside. They're wondering where's the comedy. <laughs> that was a that was a depressing. I show. was robbed. Where's the comedy? I'm not. I I I'm I apologize. I'll tell you where that the comedy was. was. Go right. go check right. out the Fresno folk or the Fresno talent no talent show. Fresno talent show on YouTube in the show notes. There you go. Get your comedy there. Look at some funny skits. Yeah, that. Yeah, was, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Jay. Yeah. Yes, it was a pleasure, guys. Again, thanks for having me on. Always a blast to be on here with you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. All right, all right. Uh, let's get Paul Steelbone's gonna play us out. All right, here's Paul. Here's a bit from Paul Steelbone. Hi, I'm Paul Steelbone with Paul Steelbone Motors. And I sell cars. No credit, no problem. Five dollars, no problem. Good credit, I'll sell you cars. Cars. I have blue cars, green cars, red cars, popcorn, sports. Come on down, grab a car at Paul Steelbone Motors. Well, I'll sell you a car, 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 car. No credit, no problem. It's easy to buy a car with Paul Steelbones Motors. It's easy. How do I do it? Magic. We have circus animals. I sold her a car. It was easy. Come on in. You'll get flowers. Is your dad out a car? I'll sell your baby a car. It's easy.